Coming up on today's episode, sports talk from the curve. The pressure is on. The Hawks, even the series last night versus the Bucks, 2-2 now. They did it without Trey Young. But the big takeaway from the game, Giannis went out with a huge knee injury in the third quarter. We have the latest. Also, Ben Simmons, Danny Green, had a little choice words for him and his former teammate. And also again to this segment, Crumble or Show Up. Game six tonight, Suns, Clippers. Who's going to crumble? Who's going to show up? CP3, Paul George, all eyes on you. Alright everybody, welcome to another episode of Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host Tanner Christian. And before we get started on the topics for today's show, I just want everybody to know FeelyHeatEntertainment.com's official website. Go ahead and check it out. All merchandise for the month of July will be 25% off. So the promo code would be July 25th. Check out the merch store on FeelyHeatEntertainment.com. It's a good way to show support for the show. And you can check out the sports blogs. That right on the website too, as well as stream the podcast straight from the website. So be sure to go ahead and check it out. Remember the promo code is July 25 to get 25% off all merch in the store. So let's hop into the first topic of today. Game four of the Eastern Commerce Finals was last night. The Atlanta Hawks went into the game without Trey Young. Nobody thought they had a chance. There's no way a Trey Young less Atlanta Hawk team is going to beat Milwaukee, right? But they were at home. What happens at home? The role players step up. When somebody goes down, it seems to all play well, right? And that's exactly what happened last night. They jumped out the gate hot and they stayed hot, played some great defense. The Atlanta Hawks came out with a big victory, 110-88 to over the Milwaukee Bucks. Lou Williams, who filled in for Trey Young, dropped 21 points and eight assists. Bogdanovich had a pretty good game too. You know, he this is a guy that is very damn he's pretty superb, and he's been struggling since he got that knee injury in the last series. So he's had some single-digit point games. He hasn't looked the same, but he able was able to drop 20 points, including six of 14 from three, and. Another guy that Cam Reddish. Twitter was going crazy over this. It was trending across here. Cam Reddish entered the game. You don't know who Cam Reddish is. He's a he came out of Duke about two years ago, 2019. First round pick by the Atlanta Hawks. He comes in, drops 12 points. And everybody was going crazy. The crowd was going crazy. He got a lot of it in garbage time. Meanwhile, in like in the fourth quarter, but it was a Cam Reddish sign out there. And the Atlanta Hawks fans were going crazy. Twitter was going nuts. So that was something to see. They they say the kid has a lot of promise. All right. We haven't seen it a whole lot. But anyways, that's a take from the Atlanta Hawks. The big victory for the Bucks. Stat-wise, Milton only had 16 points. Drew Holiday only had 19 points, 9 assists. Giannis, 14 points, 8 rebounds. But that's where the story is. About well over 7 minutes to go in the third quarter. Giannis went up to... Uh, you know, try to block this alley-oop attempt and came down awkwardly on his leg there with Clint Capella and I thought his knee snapped. 
I thought the man knee snapped. It was scary to see when you watch the replay, like, oh my goodness. You don't want to see a serious injury like that happen to anybody. But he's going to have an MRI. Right now, they're just calling it a hyperextended knee. And it's a little scary if you're Milwaukee fans, a little scary for Giannis in general. Like, this team needs him. You're on the verge of going to NBA Finals, and this happens. Like, right now, the fear is that he does have a torn ACL, at least in that knee. So, if that's the case, the sad way to go, you know, for this Milwaukee team that was seemed to be going, finally getting over that hump. Because they beat Brooklyn Nets with KD last series, and it seemed like it was finally going to happen for them this year. But if that is the case, and he had, does have torn ligaments in the knee, I mean, Milwaukee's done. Milwaukee is going to be done. So that brings us to the next question. Who needs their players more? Do the Bucks need Giannis more? Or do the Hawks need Trey Young more? And right now, after seeing that I'm abysmal performance by Milwaukee, it's, it's just the way they play this year. It's so frustrating to watch. The Bucks are going to need Giannis more. Because even when he's struggling from the free throw line, like he did two air balls again last night, he even airballed a three-point attempt. Even when he's doing that, he's still getting 28 points, 34 points, you know, 12 rebounds. He can still have those type of games even when he's struggling that bad or when this Milwaukee team is struggling. So the Bucks need Giannis more than the Hawks need Trey Young, especially if they're both out. <laughs> if they're both out, then... I still like the Hawks in this series now. It is just, it's tied 2-2 going back to Milwaukee for game five. I think home court advantage is really going to mean a lot now, especially if the two stars are out. But the only reason why Bucks won game three, because Chris Milton went nuts, crazy, in the fourth quarter of that game. So the Bucks need another crazy performance. And is this Bucks team overrated? You got all this money. Giannis over 200 million. Chris Milton's contract, I think it was upwards of 170 million. Drew Holly signed that huge extension. These guys, this big three, is getting paid all this money. And it looks like they may not produce a championship out of it. It's time for Drew Holiday and Chris Milton to step up. Getting paid all that money. Giannis may be out. It's time for those two to really put in work. Put in their A game. Mike Budenholzer, the head coach, who I've been real critical of too, because I don't believe he makes any in-game adjustments whatsoever. He kind of rides the tide. Definitely needs to start making in-game adjustments. Maybe Brooke Lopez can, can go back down on the block now and do post-ups instead of shooting 24-foot sh jump shots. <laughs> like, the man that big needs to be in the paint. Go back to him being post. Maybe have... Now Chris Milton can get his outside perimeter game going. Drew Holiday can cut and slash to the hoop. This Milwaukee Bucks team has talent. 
And it seems like they don't utilize it the right ways. They kind of go with the flow, get three points shot happy instead of using their skills to their advantage. It's not this discredit. It's not discredit this Atlanta Hawk team. Spit that out. It's not discredit them because these guys have played pretty damn well, especially the role players. Kevin Herter, Bogdanovic last night, Lou Williams stepping in, starting that point guard for Trey Young, putting up twenty one, leading the team in scoring. Originally, when this series started, I had the Bucks in five. Well, that's not happening. Because you look at it on paper, there's no way a team like this should lose to this Atlanta Hawk team. It's like the Sixers should have never lost to this Atlanta Hawk team. But it looks like everything's playing in favor of this Atlanta Hawk team. So now I'm actually picking the Atlanta Hawks to come out of the East because I expect Trey Young to be back and playing. He may, There's no ruling on his Game 5 status yet. But I actually expect him to play. He, he had you no know, bad mobility. That's why he was out for you know game four. But look what they did without him at home. So yeah, it's all about flip flopping. Out series changes due to injuries. I'm picking the Hawks now to represent the East in the NBA Finals. Like, the whole entire Eastern Conference has been kind of whack this year to me. We've seen a lot of injuries, especially in the East. But I could, if you were beginning, there was talk that the Knicks would beat the Hawks in the first round, too. And look at them, man. They keep surviving somehow. This Maybe luck has just drawn their way. You know, Nate McMillan's done a heck of a job. I like the swag of the team, you know, but um, it's amazing, amazing how things change. Literally day to day in the Eastern Conference. So let's let's talk a little bit what's happening in that Western Conference. Game six tonight. Phoenix Suns Clippers CP3 Paul George. And the question I have is who is under the most pressure out of those two? Because They've both been scrutinized over the course of their career. Chris Paul has these amazing stats that just unheard of, you know, and he's never made an NBA finals. Paul George, same thing. Like both of these have been criticized in their careers, whether Paul George in OKC in Indiana, CP three, you know, especially when he was a clipper, you know, he was an, Okay, see there for a second, but he, he led that young team last year. But he's he's blown three one leads before. He blew it as a clipper when Doc Rivers was the head coach. So that's why I believe the most pressure is to win this game tonight is Chris Paul. He has to win this game tonight. He has to win this series. He can't fall to a clipper team with that has no Kawhi Leonard. And being up 3-1 in a Western Conference series. This is the Western Conference Finals. You cannot choke to get to your first ever NBA Finals appearance. You're on the verge of winning the, your ring, man. You've been holding your whole career. You've been there. Getting to the playoffs. Non-stop your whole career. Like, that would be a collapse. That would be one embarrassing collapse.
Can't happen. Absolutely can't happen. It would be worse than Paul George collapses. <laughs> like, Paul George collapsed last year, a la with the Clippers and Doc Rivers as his head, as his head coach. <laughs> you know, when they were about 3-1 versus the Nuggets. But this would be a bigger stain on Chris Paul, you leading this young team who, like, Phoenix hasn't been in the playoffs in forever, right? They've never won an NBA title. But this is your chance. All the heavyweights are out. So he definitely has more pressure on him tonight and to win this series over Paul George, even though Paul George has faced the same amount of scrutinism during his his career and still does, but he's doing it without Kawhi Leonard right now. They've come back down in the series so far in the playoffs, which makes me think, does Paul George have it any left in him? Like he's shown it this playoffs, but... The one game where he missed those two free throws and cost him, like, wow, like, I think Paul George doesn't, is going to, he has a lot of pressure, <laughs> obviously. This is kind of a tough question because you can go either or with this, depending on how you really view on their standpoints. But I'm going with Chris Paul, even though Paul George is definitely going to get sc scrutinized. But if, Paul George comes back and beats the Suns without Kawhi being down three, the one in the Western Conference Finals. We can no longer say bad things about the man. Okay, no matter what, because he's proven his point. And Chris Paul is going to get every amount and deserve criticism against him for doing this to this you know, Phoenix franchise that putting all the hopes up and not coming out. So Chris Paul definitely is, has the most pressure. Okay. Switching the top is now the over to Ben Simmons. Danny green recently came out. He's a pen, you know, free agent played with him. You know, this past year, Danny green has some choice words about Ben Simmons. It's like everybody else does now, which he deserves. He was basically came out a little paraphrase in his quote here. He basically saying, Ben's the type of kid, if he's not encouraged, and he's not pushed or faced to do it, he's just not the type of guy to take that risk. He's just going to do what he wants, you know, what he's comfortable doing pretty much. And games four through seven, he didn't shoot a single field goal in the fourth quarter in four straight games because he's afraid to shoot. Was afraid to get fouled. His free throw percentage showed that. The worst ever in NBA postseason history. Scottie Pippen always said, um, came out recently a couple of days ago, even said this about him. Doc made him a failure in the fourth quarter. The man can't play fourth quarter. The man, we know the man can't shoot. We know the man can't make free throws. We know he's not going to shoot. So why have him in the game? Well, you pay somebody $140 million over the next four years on his contract. First off, if you're getting paid $140 million, you should be able to make a jump shot. You should be able to make a free throw. You should be able to like attempt a, like at least one damn field goal attempt when the game's on the line, right? A guy who almost won Defensive Player of the Year this year they should have given him the award. They should have given Ben Simmons the award. 
for Defensive Player of the Year. You know why? Because he guarded himself. Man guarded himself for defending himself from taking shots. I mean, he, he made he held his he held his own self scoreless in the fourth quarter for four straight games. Wouldn't let him shoot the ball. That's a damn good defense, I would say, right? I mean, damn. $140 million to not shoot the ball? Sign me up. It's crazy. Amount of money thrown in the NBA. You can't shoot the ball? You don't want to shoot the ball? You're afraid to shoot the ball? You're getting paid $140 million? You got to be joking me. Criticism that was well-deserved on this kid. Yeah, he's young. Yes, we get it. But damn it, $140 million? And you can't shoot a ball? That's what basketball is, shooting the ball. That's what you do. You don't just pass the ball around and say, hey, you do something. You say, oh, him and Joel Embiid's game kind of similar. They like to control the paint. So what? I'm tired of people defending this man. He deserves it, criticism. $140 million for the next four years, and you can't even shoot the ball. Minnesota Timberwolves apparently really want to trade for this guy. They're having him about. They want Ben Simmons in Minnesota. And that brings us to the question here. Is his career over in Philly? The answer is yes. You have to trade him. They said the organization has come out, you know, of course said the right things. We believe in Ben Simmons still. You know, we want him to be a centerpiece of our franchise, blah, blah, blah. But listen, you've worn out the welcome. The man's proven he doesn't care. It, it seems to me that he really got his money, and this seems like he just doesn't care. The, this guy got voted to the All-Star game, too. He was an All-Star selection this year. A guy who doesn't shoot the ball. Like, it's incredible the way basketball has become. There's so many great individuals in the game that, and then this guy surpasses them somehow. And he, any, any, why do people pick Ben Simmons over others? You know, Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, those type of guys. People were like, oh, Ben Simmons, yeah, greatness. He's the next LeBron James if he develops his shot. Like, come on, man. Come on now. Like, the man guy's money doesn't care. That's the attitude I get from him. That's his body language he shows me. He got paid, doesn't give a damn. Kid does not give a damn. He said he's going to skip the Olympics. Well, why would you put him on the Olympic team and can't shoot? Come on. He said he's going to work on his shot. Remember a couple off seasons ago, we saw the same thing in the summertime. Ben Simmons shooting three-pointers. Working on the form of his shot. Oh, it looks great. Look at him. He's going to come in this year and just start shooting the ball from the perimeter. Shoot three-point shots. What do you do? What do you do? Did he do it in the games? Nope. Did the coach push him? Nope. I would literally say this. If I was coaching him, I would literally say, if you don't shoot the ball the next four times down the court, I'm taking you out. You can sit. If you don't shoot three-pointer, I'm going to make you sit. If you don't want to be aggressive and attack the lane, I'm going to make you sit. 
You're not going to be on my team much longer, to tell you that. That's what I would be if I was the head coach, if I was the GM, if I'm the owner. $140 million, you better shoot the damn ball. You better be aggressive. Get in the lane, get to your sweet spots. Attack the rim when your shot's not falling. Are you really left-handed or are you right-handed? Please, I need to know. <laughs> like, that's how I feel about this. So, this is harsh criticism, and that's what he does. That's what people aren't going to hold back. Joel Embiid didn't hold back. Joel Embiid doesn't want to be him to be his teammate any longer. Ben Simmons is done in Philly. Or else, Joel Embiid will be done. That's the message Joel Embiid needs to say. He's out or I'm out. Pick. The guy who can't shoot, who's lazy, you know, especially in the fourth quarter, doesn't want to start, doesn't want to keep defending like he was early on. I got to sit here and put up like 40 and 17 to have a chance for us to win. That's what I would say if I was Joel Embiid. Him or me, pick one now. The MVP, runner-up, or that kid. End of story. Yes, it is time for Crumble or Show Up. Segment that we introduced in the last episode. You got to hear back. It's staying with us. Crumble or show up. And you know who they're going to be. Crumble or show up tonight. The pick is first one. Chris Paul. Is he going to crumble or show up tonight for game six and send the Phoenix Suns to the NBA Finals? The answer is he's going to show up. Yes, my man CP3 is going to do it. He's going to put his whole thing... On the line, he's going to go out there and ball, have a career best game. Like, that's what I expect out of CP3. He's not going to shy down. He's not going to crumble. He's not going to, you know, not lead his team. This guy is a leader, one of the best leaders the NBA has ever seen. One of the best, you know, teammates you can have. CP3 is going to show up tonight in his former house team, Clippers, in L.A. He's going to show them, like, hey, I wasn't the reason why we failed in the Clippers when we were there. When I was there, I had a little bit of injuries, but so what? I'm getting mine this year. I'm going to the NBA Finals. I'm taking this young Phoenix Suns team with me. I'm going to show up. Now, next, Paul George, PG-13. Is he going to crumble or show up? Well, Chris Paul's going to show up. Big game for Paul George. Is he going to? Answer is no. I'm predicting Paul George is going to crumble. He may get a good point situation, but I think he's going to struggle from the field overall, shoot a low percentage, and I think Paul George is going to crumble at home with that L.A. crowd in Clipper Nation because there's only one L.A. team, and that's the Lakers. There's only those banners hanging from the Raptors, and those are going to be Lakers. So, sorry, PG. Sorry, Clipper fans. It's forever a Laker show. And Paul George, even though he's been awesome this postseason, had a couple okay games, but for the majority, he's put this team on his back, and he's shown up. But tonight, he crumbles. This is too much for him to handle, and the Phoenix Suns are going to come away with a huge win in Game 6, sending them to the NBA Finals. 
and the Clippers are just going to have to stay home. So what about some role players? We got to pick a few other, you know, players from this game. We can't just pick Chris Paul and Paul George. So Devin Booker, is he going to crumble or is he going to show up? He's not really a role player. This guy's a superstar. Wait, get out of here with that. Role player Devin Booker, no way. Superstar Devin Booker, he's going to show up tonight as well and lead, help lead Chris Paul and the Suns to a victory. He's got his boys back. He's ready. The masked man is going to show up tonight. Devin Booker, I'm expecting at least minimum 25 points from Devin Booker tonight. Also, let's go over the Clippers' side. Reggie Jackson, my man. Crumble or show up. I actually think Reggie Jackson, he's going to show up. I like Reggie Jackson. Very underrated player. Playing for the veteran minimum this year and balling out. Ever since he's been entered in the starting lineup for the Clippers, this playoff run, he's been incredible. I expect Reggie Jackson to show up in a game six, even though they're going to lose. All right, now let's really hit the role players. One role player I want to speak about is what about Bridges from the Suns? Is he going to crumble or show up? He's been kind of non-existent. Is he going to crumble or show up? And I, I kind of want to put him in the media here. Like, can it be a push? No. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say he's going to show up, and here's why. Because he's going to be facing Paul George on defense. And I think he's going to play some superb defense on Paul George, as well as hit some shots from the outside. So I expect Bridges has been kind of quiet this series to show up tonight and help lead the Suns team to a victory. So there's my role player, Crumble or Shelby, had it had in there. All right, so there's a Crumble or Show Up segment. Hope you all enjoyed it. We got Chris Paul, my boy. Let's do it, CP3. Let's do it tonight. Show the world that you ain't going to crumble. Come on, man. Make me look good. All right. <laughs> that will do it for today's episode. One, thank you all for joining me here on Sports Talk from the Crib with your favorite sports host, Tanner Christian. Remember to catch new episodes every Monday and Wednesday streaming on every single available streaming platform, whether it be Apple, Spotify, Google, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, wherever you want to do it. Or you can stream it right on our website, the official website, phillyheatentertainment.com. That's FuelyHeatENT.com. You can check out the sports blogs that are right and the merchandise store. Remember, it's going to be July 25 as the promo code for 25% off everything in the merch store in the month of July. So be on the lookout for that. Go ahead. It's a good way, way to support the show and follow the social media networks at FuelyHeatENT on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Thank you all for joining me again. Peace and love to y'all. Have a blessed day.